Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of When, when your, your Phone Is Off, the podcast with your hosts RJ Tabachnik and Daniel Zabari. Hey Daniel, how's it going? Pretty swell, pretty swell. So for those of you who aren't watching, we had a little snafu with the mics, so we're just intimately facing each other. As if we're about to kiss. With the microphone in between us. So don't take the microphone away. Our love is foiled. Great. So this podcast is answering your questions about interpersonal relationships and giving you some advice. Who are we to be giving advice is maybe the first question I have for you, Daniel. I'd say we're just two regular guys. We like to help people. We're both friendly. Um, We've both dated now, uh, which is new and different from our trailer. But I'd say that I have a little bit more dating experience than RJ. I would say he has a lot more dating experience (laughs) than RJ. Yeah, so... And I think we've both been in experiences where people have come to us for advice. I've for years dreamed of having people come to me for relationship advice. So I think this is my chance, you know, and I'm going to take it. Yeah. And I've been finding myself recently in a lot of situations where people are like, RJ, what's your perspective on this? Or like just general dating advice. And I was like, oh my gosh, Daniel, we just need to start this podcast. The people need it. That being said, we're not experts. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. And uh, we're just going to try our best. Yeah, we are. (laughs) We're going to try our fucking best. (laughs) So without further ado, we've started by asking our close friends and fam to fill out a form and maybe some internet strangers who knows about like things that are bothering them in their interpersonal relationships and things they would like some advice on. Well, I... Do you want to stress beforehand, if you'd like to send in your own submissions, we have an email address, unwieldy, when your phone is off, podcast at gmail.com. When your phone is off, podcast at gmail.com. Say it one more time. When your phone is off, podcast at gmail.com. Now backwards. com. Well, that doesn't work. So we have a question coming in from somebody who named themselves Stella Artois. Fancy name, Stella. Mm, makes me kind of just want to drink you up. Beautiful. So verbatim, not sure how to explain this, but how to know the difference between being easily influenced by other people's opinion or being open to people's opinion. I feel like sometimes I'm not sure if I lack boundaries. Am I learning something new and changing a perspective I had? Or am I actually just not able to hold my stance? Well, first impulse I have to answering this question, Stella, is um, that you're only giving yourself kind of two options when you say the difference between easily influenced by other people's opinions or being open to people's opinion. I think there is a spectrum of your openness to people's opinions and how receptive you are to them and how open you are to them and how much you hold your own. So first, just relieve yourself of the that it needs to be black and white, one or the other. 
Yeah, I think that's great. That's a great idea. Just like allow yourself to feel the whole spectrum. On top of that, I think there's a little bit of subjective value here in terms of are you happy with the decisions that you end up making? Because if your openness or willingness to change your opinion to kind of match other people's also increases your happiness, then I would say it doesn't seem problematic. So you're saying, Daniel, that subscribing to other people's opinions is okay if it makes you happy? I would tread carefully before saying that as like a catch-all rule. But I think, hypothetically at least, if you went to someone for advice all the time and you felt like the advice they gave you was good, let's say, just theoretically, every single time, right? And you just took their opinion or took their advice... Does that make you any less of a person or a worse person? Uh, If you're really happy with how it turns out, then by all means, go ahead, right? Right. I think to me, kind of the core of this question is about um, wavering values in the sense of if you subscribe to other people's opinions, then you like in some ways, and maybe what Stella's getting at is you lose a sense of self and what you personally value. Like you could even like, it doesn't have to be advice. It could be like political opinions where you hear one thing and you're like, oh yes, I believe that. And then something on the other end of the spectrum. And so in that instance, is that like, okay, if that makes you happy to waver or does it indicate maybe an unclear idea of where her values lie or any of our values lie. Yes, that's true. And let me think. How much time do we edit out of this? I feel like, especially when it comes to politics, if you have an opinion and somebody else gives you a different opinion and you're like, huh, that sounds kind of reasonable. That also seems like a good thing to me. Ultimately, you make your own value judgment, right? You're like, which of these things is most important to me? Not which agenda am I pushing, but which values are being reflected here ultimately, right? For me, in my opinion. And somebody else might have a good point that doesn't necessarily reflect your values. I think being open to hearing and understanding their opinion is not a bad thing. Changing your mind every single time you hear someone's opinion, yeah, not the best Right. And I think sort of what this reminds me a lot about is I was reading a book by Adam Grant called Think Again, which maybe you want to check out, Stella. Uh, But he talks about sort of the difference between values and beliefs and beliefs come from your values and your values you should hold steadfast to. But your beliefs, you should be able to adjust and change as the world changes or as you get new information, right? That like, if you value supporting your family and making sure everyone's healthy, and that's like a core value, and you believe like vaccines are bad, and then you get more information that vaccines are good, right? The value is still there of you keeping your family healthy and caring for them. It's just the information that changed your belief. So I think you should be in other people's opinions, open to them, but have a clear idea of where your values stand first in order to stay true to those. Yeah. And I want to say also that your values can change over time. I think, I know that's like a hot take. I'm making a face compared to what RJ just said. But 
I, I feel like you have an entire lifetime ahead of you, right? Ideally. And um, you're going to be learning new things all the time. So your beliefs are obviously going to be challenged, right? Because these are things that fact, like regular facts can change or anecdotes or just things that happen to you. But even something deeper than that, like a value, right? You can go through life with one value and have either one enormous event happen to you that changes that or just over time, you know, throughout a relationship that you have in life or things that you learn from like a parent or a grandparent or something like that or a friend, you you find that you're like, wait a second, this thing is actually really important to me. I didn't realize that before, you know. I thought I grew up and I kind of thought that academics were really important to me. But then I met someone who made me realize that one of the most important things in life is helping other people. Right. So that value kind of shifted. Right. Maybe before you cared a lot about academics and then that took a little bit of a backseat and a new value came up and it was like, hey, other people are important. Right. I'll also say that as values can change and grow and morph, so too does like their prominence or importance in your life you can still value academics now maybe though it's not as important to you as something else like helping other people right that was the other example like maybe you used to value education more and now you value helping other people more and it doesn't mean that you don't value either of those things like they can both exist but maybe in different scales yeah i'm talking in circles So what do we feel ultimately like? Well, I feel like there's a lot in this question that we still have to unpack. There's the idea of boundaries that was brought up. There's the idea of changing perspectives, which I think is very tied to what we've been talking about. But there is a little bit of difference to it. Let's handle the boundaries aspect, I feel like. That's a question for yourself a little bit, right? If you come into the situation, are you asking this person for their opinion? Or are they just giving their opinion on your life and you're just kind of feeling accosted by their opinion and you're like, oh, that sounds good. Uh, I guess I'll do that. Or are you coming in and asking and then they're giving their opinion and in that way, I don't see a boundary violation. It's more like, okay, so um, let's split it up, right? You have the situation where this is uh, coming at you from one specific person consistently, unsolicited, right? And I would say that could be a boundary problem, right? That it's somebody who on some level you respect, right? I can easily imagine this coming from a parent, right? You hang around your parents, they give you tons of unsolicited advice and you respect them too much to kind of dismiss it, right? And you're like, I guess if my parents say this, then it is true or it makes sense, right? And then you take that, you run with it, but that is in some way a boundary violation, right? They're not allowing you to be independent or autonomous. These are people that have kind of had a hold on you for your entire life. How do you move forward from that, right? The alternative, I feel like, is what? You have a friend or many friends, right? Who you talk to, you go out, you ask them a question, they give you an opinion, you're like, oh, wow, that kind of sounds, that kind of sounds good. And that's someone who you're receptive to, but intentionally, right? You came to the table and asked them for a question or asked them for advice. Like being receptive to that advice later doesn't mean you don't have a backbone. It, it just means that you're looking for advice and you found something that you liked. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm a little confused by 
<laughs> the boundaries in this question and what it means to lack boundaries. Um, I think like the boundaries is always between two people, at least like you, you and other people. So I'm like, you should just always ask if you're not sure, right? Like com communication kind of dealio. But how can you ask someone else if they're violating your boundaries? Uh, let's role play. Okay. RJ, are you violating my boundaries by getting so close to me over the mic? Mm. <laughs> Let me start the role play. All right, let's restart. <laughs> hey, Daniel, why don't you talk about your sex life here? Um, I don't know if I'm ready to do that yet with our audience. I think it would give so much insight. Uh, RJ, I feel like this is a boundary that I have, at least at this stage, and I'd rather we not discuss it. Oh, okay. I guess I was overstepping a boundary. Right, but that's me setting a boundary clearly. Right. So then what's the alternative? That I have a boundary that I don't know exists? Sometimes people feel uncomfortable with something, but they're not sure yet what it is, or they don't know how to put words to it, and they need time. And sometimes in a conversation that's happening kind of quickly, you don't realize that your boundary is being violated, or you only realize after the fact, mm -hmm. which, of course, then ideally should be a conversation between those two people. But Right. So maybe there's a, a way of you expressing what you do know in that moment, right? Even if it's a feeling like, oh, this conversation isn't making me feel great. Like, that's still a good way to communicate, even if you can't pinpoint what it was or if it feels like a boundary violation. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Like, saying what you feel is definitely good. You can say, like, most people don't realize this, I feel. You can take a break from a conversation. You can say to the person you're talking to, hey, can you give me a second to think about this, right? I do that all the time. Right. Daniel is the king of taking breaks. We'll be like deep in a conversation back and forth, back and forth. And then it'll like appear he zones out for like five minutes. And I'm just like blinking at him and then he'll come back full swing. But like, that's okay because right. It's like, I feel like there is an expectation in conversations where you need to always have a response right away or know exactly what to say as the conversation's happening, but we're allowed to take time with stuff. And like you, yeah, you really can, like you really don't need to have it right off the bat. You can take the time. You can tell people, Hey, give me a second. Or you can tell people, you know, I'm feeling upset right now. Can we come to this later? Like, can we circle back to this topic? There's no reason to address something that you're feeling. Okay. I don't want to say no reason, but very often taking that break will, help you come back to the uncomfortable situation at, at the very least with a better knowledge of yourself and where the discomfort is coming from. Right. And I'll just add on. I think there's a level of there are like different floats for different boats. Um, where like, I think personally for me, I really love to talk things through. So like I would rather talk it through in the moment than like think on it on my own and come back to it. And Daniel is likes to think and then come back with a, so a more solid idea to start. And those aren't the only two ways of doing things. But I think maybe experimenting and figuring out what could work for you and then going with that. Yeah, great idea. Thanks. 
I feel like the last aspect that we didn't address is, am I actually just not able to hold my stance? I'm going to say, be confident in yourself, you know? Just because you changed your mind doesn't make you a bad person. I would say it makes you a better person. A lot of people are very stubborn, don't want to change their minds, even when presented with new ideas. And you seem to be the kind of person that is able to change their mind uh, when presented with new ideas. Right. And I think holding a stance, right, we can redefine that as like, hold it, as we were talking about, holding values or holding other things. So your perspective can change and you can also be holding a, the same stance, right? And I think part of that is the perspective of how you're viewing this interaction. It's kind of meta, right? Are you viewing it as you're giving yourself away or viewing it that you're staying so true to yourself that with new information, you're able to change perspectives? Right. You're the same person, hopefully, Stella, before and after the interaction. Like, you have to... Yeah, you have to be yourself, like, as authentically as possible, right? You accept this information, you make sure that it aligns with your values, and just because you have something new that comes up, again, if you feel like you are you and you yourself, you are you and you're yourself, then you're doing a great job. You are you and you're yourself. Wow. The TLDR of this podcast episode, in <laughs> case you just skip to the end, as we all do in podcasts. <laughs> um, Stella, I am very excited for you. And hopefully this advice was helpful. And if it was or wasn't, I would encourage you to write back because I'm genuinely curious um, if you put any of this into practice and if it fails miserably or you fly and soar above the sun. (laughs) And thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Oh, before we go, just a brief word from our sponsors. Viagra. Are you in need of a pick me up? Uh, That's pretty good. In any case, if you can tell, we don't have any sponsors, but if you want to sponsor us, we're open to it. When your phone is off, podcast at gmail.com. And you can also submit questions there or in the description section of our Instagram page, you can find the link to the Google form. And our Instagram handle is when your phone is off. Great. Yeah. So write in to us. Uh, Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in two weeks.